from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Now, here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. Hello, hello, hello out there. Welcome to the Big Blue Roundtable. Steve and Chris. Chris, what's going on? Are you out there? How you doing? Uh-oh. Are we having technical difficulties? Uh-oh. Let's see. Hope it ain't me. Let's try this. Uh, you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I was saying hello, how you doing? And you know, I, I Hey, I don't know man. what happened there, man. I I don't I don't know. I was talking my butt off. Okay. Oh, okay. Repeat. <laughs> you what, got didn't hear none of that. So repeat all that. What did you say? Oh no, I was like, welcome to the Bleed Blue Show, everybody. We're gonna talk about the personnel matchup. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Welcome to the Bleed Blue Show, Steve and Chris. And here we are once again. Uh, we got to talk about some personnel matchups this this week, Steve. Um, yeah. You know we're gonna. We, we're going to go over a few things. We're going to go over our team, actually, man, with this offensive line, how we match up with everybody else, and uh, add a few caveats after that. Other than that, you know, yeah, that's, you know, because this, this is the quiet. Can you hear me? I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I hear a lot of clear. I hear a lot of clear. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's what we'll be doing, ladies and gentlemen, in the 929-477-4171. Because uh, this is, you know, this is a slow time. I don't really expect I don't really expect uh too much I've gotta admit, Steve, I gotta admit, I hadn't been able to see any camp this week or anything. <laughs> I I with all the traveling, I don't know what's going on. But um I do know my old my always tried and true saving grace is always look at the death chart. <laughs> you look at the death chart, it's like looking at the schedule. Who's still around, who ain't? That kind of thing. So I guess everything is, you know, copacetic at this point. So that's what's going on. Uh, just to, you know, recast it. Let me tell you real quick. Uh, I got off 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 the Giants for a second. Steve, uh, I did get to see our Yankees get shut out the other night. Was well, not the Yankees? I'm mm-hmm. sorry. The um, was the Yankees? But I'm trying to remember who they played. Was it Seattle? What did I see? You talking about baseball? What Ooh, did I baseball? See? Yes. yes. Uh, they lost to the Twins. Um, Twins, thank you. It wasn't Seattle. It was the Twins. And I don't know, man. Is is it is it difficult to to try to hold this 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 momentum up as a team? Through, I, I think the Yankees have this problem. Through they they run into something in June and early July where they just slug. And then they wake up again. Is this one of those times again where you just can't see the energy on the field? I'm not talking so much no. record as I'm talking about team. You know? Mm, I'm not going to say I've been meaning to ask I, I would have said that now. I would have said that this year. I would say um, they've actually overachieved. They've been front running. Uh, they're actually going to get some pitching back this month uh, out of the bullpen. 
I don't know if that would be the case. I think that I think that's just one loss. They've been on a roll, man. So I wouldn't. No, I. They, it's right now. Uh, they split. They're right now split. They got another game tonight. So I, I, I wouldn't. Right. Nah, I wouldn't. Nah, I don't think that's going to be the case with this group. They've been doing their thing. I think the pitch is going to come back to earth. Then we'll see what happens. Uh, from okay, there, okay. The hitting could keep up. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're right. As far as tonight's oh. episode, uh, yeah, we got the. Um, you know, uh, you know. Let's look at this offensive line of ours versus the NFC East mm-hmm. D line, and definitely want to pick your brain about that. We can jump into it right now, and then we'll get to the Niners and the Jets. You pick the Jets, I pick the Niners, just to say, you know, get around the other teams in the other league. I mean, the, the other teams in the league. Uh, let's, let's jump right into it now, Chris. Let me ask you this: How do you look at our offensive line right now? Just on a stand, <clears throat> and then we'll jump into the uh, the competitors, the rivals, the Commanders, the Cowboys, the Eagles. As presently constructed, I'm seeing. I, I am much more optimistic on our comp, um, us with us competing against. Um. I'm, okay, there's two ways to look at this. <laughs> there's two ways to look at this. First of all, the first question. This is a much improved offensive line, and I feel much better about it as as any Giant fan should going into this season. These last four years, we've always had this goddamn trepidation. How are we going to do with this? We're missing this guy. They overpaid this guy. This guy's hurt. This guy played like shit last year. We don't know what he's going to do. This year, I feel a little bit better um, because of the regimes, uh, the coaches, this and that. I do believe that. We're going – this is what I think I'm going to see, Steve. Um, as you know, on the left tackle, Andrew Thomas took a significant step forward. He only allowed two sacks. I think he's going under this new coaching um, – um, under this under this new crew, you're going to see an improvement uh, to possibly Pro Bowl status with this guy. With this guy. With this guy. Okay? Now – Lewinsky is a marketed improvement of everything we've had, and golly, the names are too numerous to talk about at right guard. Uh, we got him from, as you know, we got him from. Uh, I have a question. Coach. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, wait, tell me now. Tell me now. Tell me now. Okay. Because I thought about before it. I go on mine. Do you think Lewinsky, the uh, free agent signing at right guard, do you look at it kind of the same way years ago when we were on this podcast and we had the same situation? where we signed Jeff Schwartz at right guard when we got him as a free agent, and that didn't pan out well. Okay, two different guys, two different players, but I'm just looking at it from a free agent acquisition situation. Do you think this is going to be better luck this time around with Glowinski from the Colts? Way better than how it was. Remember when we signed Jeff Schwartz years ago, and that was a mm-hmm. disaster? Free agent signing, what, what yeah, are your so thoughts what? when you look at it from a historic perspective? With with Jeff Schwartz, I don't I don't think he was ever scouted. I don't I think they just picked him up, okay. And we didn't know what we were getting. We were happy because we saw the name and we went, oh okay, good. He's a good guy, and we never really uh, knew. We didn't know what we were getting. We didn't know what we get. And this this time around though, we've got a real good chance for a marketed improvement. This is a guy we have scouted. And we know what he can do. He's he's left. He's not even thirty years old yet. Okay. And last year, I don't think he gave up a sack after the bye week. Um, I, I this is a guy that's a tremendous uptick in whatever we've had 
at this position, Steve, probably in about four or five years now, I think. Okay? All right? He's he's not even 30. Um, I don't know the exact number of, of, of uh, you know, of, of the snaps that he's had, but I know that last year he only gave up two sacks, man, in like 12 games. I like that. That's because, let me tell you something. We don't. We haven't been doing anything for that position with those kind of numbers. In a, in, in, don't get me started. <laughs> We're, we gotta we gotta reach back to we gotta reach back to probably twenty twenty thirteen for those kind of numbers from that position. And I think Glowinski, um is one of these guys that is a true lockdown right guard. If he can play at that level for the Giants, he's the kind that's a going to be a rock next to Evan Neal, who definitely is just starting to learn the ropes, learning the ropes. Did, did, did Glowinski look knockout dangerous last year? No, of course not, because he's not that kind of player. He gave up a few hurries every now and then, but his run-blocking production is skyrocketed. And he's, just, and he's going to bring that here under this coaching regime for the New York football Giants. So I feel a lot better now than anything that we had before, including that Jeff Swartz deckable. Okay, so yeah, this is better. <laughs> this is much better. Well, um, I do agree with you yeah. on run. I mean, this is this is the identity uh, I want to establish with the new regime, with the head coach running the ball mm-hmm. and run the rock. I mean, I mean, it's really cl- that clear. Mm-hmm. I don't care. This is Daniel Jones is lame duck year, and we signed Kenny Galladay and all this other stuff from the year before, but. We have got to run the rock. Yeah. I mean, you have got to set the tone. I don't care if it's today's NFL yep. and they get into this analytical yep. overthinking crap. Establish running the rock with a young lineman. Even include Shane Lemieux into that conversation. Is what, what third year or something like that? Third so, um, yes. so I, I mean, this is to me. It's all about establishing the line. I mean. <laughs> you know, when we had Will Hernandez, that first year or two, you know, when he was with the, with the team, when he, when he came out of El Paso, I thought he mm-hmm. had a mean streak. I thought he yeah. was going to be a giant for 10 years. But something happened along the line between him and management and, and, and the coaching staff where he totally quit on the team. Um, yes, you know, you heard me say this. You, you, term, you heard me say that when mm-hmm. I went to games and I, like, I, li- I literally watched him for like 60, 70% of the snaps, like literally not blocking at all. I mean, it was clearly apparent. The, the, the Giants are missing that. Like the, the passive, see, this This is the two things. We'll get it to the other, the defensive lines. Run blocking, where do you see this line? Pass blocking, where do you see this line? As you know, these guys through college, through their limited, you know, in the, in the pros, where do you see pass blocking wise for this unit, run blocking for this unit? All I can see is the potential, you know, right now. Um, like I said, I, I think that Thomas and uh, Glowinski, in that in, in that respect, with the, with the run blocking, are great. Um, I, I'm going to let you know right now, um, one thing is for sure, Evan Neal at right tackle, just based on that he hasn't played yet, and just based on his tape and what the, he's done the last four years at Alabama, I'm going to let you know right now, he's going to be a dominant run blocker right out the gate with that size. There's not a single edge defender that's going to be able to overpower him. And we'll get into that in a minute, too. But but hold on. As soon as I say that, I do know, and you are aware, because you watch the tape as I have, 
he has endured really heavy struggles. Not heavy, not deep, 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 but some struggles with quicker pass rushes every now and then. Okay, and but you're talking run black, so he's got to improve in that department, pass protection. But elite right tackle in the um, in the foreseeable future as a run blocker, and you got Lewinsky there so far. And who else did I mention? Andrew Thomas so far, bro. We got something going on here. Oh, and um, oh, uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Just but the other two positions. This is where I'm, I'm a little iffy, Steve. The last two, I don't know how great John, I'm saying great because I'm trying to be optimistic here, how great John Feliciano is going to be in the center. I don't know. I I know he hasn't had a whole lot of snaps and I do, but I do know he's learned, you know, from the Buffalo sense, some, some really from some really good cats. All right. I, I don't know, but Bobby Johnson does. I don't know. I, I'm a little bit I'm not going to dog him out because I think he has potential there. So, but I hope that he can hold it down. I don't know what he's like on on, on, on run blocking. And finally, left guard. Uh, right now, they, I don't know. I, like I said, I didn't see any tape. I mean, as far as the camp this week. But look, they're, they're, you you talking you're talking Lemieux still around. Max Garcia is still hanging out. But I think this kid is Zudu from from uh, North Carolina. I think he may sort of like win it by default there with the other guys just providing some great depth, okay? Um, the reason I say that is because I think his – here we go again, Steve. His run-blocking mentality is a little bit more connected than the other two guys. He's got a separate – you talked about, you talked about uh, being with um, uh, Fernandez. Well, this guy, this guy has it. You know, his mentality. He's got nice feet, and he's nice, and he's also played left guard and right tackle. I mean, left tackle before, but he under, so he understands that side of the line. I don't know if he – I don't know. This may have to be a position by committee, bro, because I don't know who's well, a clear winner here. If I, I don't if like I, that idea. I, would, I, would, I, don't, I don't like that idea. But if that, well, if I don't see them knocking out about... out there at that position. Well, if we're talking about running the ball, I don't want that, you know, run, you know, unless you got very established veterans like we had, what, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, I don't like that idea at all. You, you, get, you get your clear-cut five, yeah, there's, ne- there's never nothing wrong with competition. I agree with you on that. Like, have more competition than Mary to compete for that position. I'm not – okay, right. let me go back to the center position on Feliciano. I'm not sold on – I mean, I mean, he's a signing – I mean, you know, you had the issues with Gates last year with his injuries. I mean, he's not, you know, he's probably a bottom half center in the league. So that is, you know, it's kind of like a hole in it. It's like a patch. It's a patch right now. It's not like the anchor, a 10-year anchor at that position. He's not a Pro Bowl level center. He's not like Alex Mack or anybody of those guys. But, you know, just for a flyer year or two, he might be able to get by. But if there's ever an injury – we might have issues unless somebody else can step up and play center. Like Shane Lemieux can yeah, play, exactly. go there and play center. Uh, you know, I mean, the depth is okay. I'll, I'll give you that. The depth is okay. I still want to see a little right. bit more out of Andrew Thomas at left tackle, to be quite honest with you. I know what he did at the end of last year, but come on, the, the, the season was damn near over at that point. We gotta, I got to see these cats, especially when season's actually on the line. 
And I like Andrew Thomas. You know, he played very good football at Georgia. And then um, Evan Neal in Alabama. Um, if you talk some young tackles, you got to show and prove, man. I am – I mean, I guess my only overall consistent we'll, – we'll get to the lines that we got to face. It can't get any worse than what we saw last year. That was the, last, that was the most horrible yeah. shit show of an offensive line I've ever seen out of a Giants football team in my life. I'm pretty sure yours, too. Yes. <laughs> um, um, it can't you know, get what any we, worse, right? I, I was, bro, I was scared. I didn't know, you know, what I, I appreciated the fact that Nick Gates with one leg he tried to come back to save it. You know, I what I saw was, oh God, he knows this is a shit show. He he's trying to get back here. Um, so I, I realized that I realized that, but but also I think the other thing that I wish would have happened, but I knew it was it, it was impossible given our given our financial situation. I knew that Quentin Nelson was really really um, interested in getting here, but we couldn't afford it. That would have helped a lot of other things, but we couldn't have done it. I, I realized that, and a lot of Giant fans were pissed off at that. I, a, you know, um, hey, there's nothing we could do about it. And then it even went as far as, you know, how sometimes, let's admit it, even our fans get a, a little delirious. What did we what do we pass? we should have passed on Barkley to get him and all that kind of nonsense? It get it got some crazy, you know, um, proportions. But look, to your point, we are here now, and this is what we have. This is the hand we dealt. We've been dealt. So um, we haven't we totally rebuilt this offensive line yet. It's a work in progress. But like you say, Steve, yes, this is a marketed improvement for what for what we did have. I mean, sheesh. That was uh, that was the worst line we've ever had last year, and it, it just made me afraid to even just confront it, man. It, it really did. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got roadmap games that's going to, um, especially in our division this year, and also against Jacksonville. Um, oh, it, these are these are the games that are going to tell what kind of offensive line we actually have this year, and how we can how can we how can we uh go from there so we'll see yeah let's let's do it like this because i'm with you um i hope somehow between now camp uh the whole pretty much the rest of the summer they find a find a way to establish a rapport versus all the teams we're going to play in the schedule but also the teams within the division i think i don't know how you rank them i i think we're probably going to be in agreement this is just straight up you know, areas of the team, not overall team, right? I think Washington mm-hmm. has the best defensive line, but I think the Eagles are a close second. It would not be a close second if it wasn't for the Chase Young ACL injury for Washington. See, I think had he been upright and he was, you know, not the ACL injury, he's got to do the recovery. I think they'd be clear cut far and away the best defensive line in the division. Uh, what are your thoughts? I want to know what his status is, though, because um, I haven't heard anything new. Um, well, but, I, but let me say this. Let's, let's consider him. Uh-huh. Let's consider him um, at top strength. 
we are in trouble with this with those four, bro. Come on, let's let's let's, let's call it as it is. I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, man. You got Chase Young, Darren Payne, Jonathan Allen, and Montez Sweat, bro. Come on. Now. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a great <laughs> four. That's a very good four. A very good four. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Right then and, and they and 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 oh, and they added Mathis in the draft. So. <laughs> Tyler Clark's on that team, right? I believe he's still there. So, bro, that's a that's a very that's good a order. That's a tall order right there, man. I I don't really. <gasps> to me, I hope they won. Yeah, they they won some games in the middle of last year, towards the end of last year before Chase Young went down with the injury. To me, that. Right. That front seven, but in particular that front four, won them some of those games. Mm-hmm. They made it ugly. Right. Uh, they make you know they they gave opposing offensive lines pretty much hell. Three technique, five technique, whatever. Coming yep. after the quarterback off the edge, stuff in the run. Um, I to be quite honest with you, and be objective. I know you don't like that when I'm objective about my own team or our own team. Listen. Mm-hmm. Our line is unproven. I just don't see out of, let's say, an 80-snap, 70-80-snap game, we're going to have the majority of the wins in the trenches against this particular lineup. And that's including no. not knowing the status of Chase Young. Because, Chase Young. like I said, if, had he not been injured, right. the trajectory of where they were going was literally probably best in the NFL. So right now, I don't, I can't put them there yet because – you know, I, I'm always a believer, Chris, especially with knee injuries, especially in a, fo- a sport like football. It could be that or basketball, either or. Like, it takes a full year just to – like, like look at Barkley. He's a running back. It takes a full year yeah. just to get back on the field. And that's not the you know, the muscle memory. Like, you know, you play sports. You, you, mm-hmm. You're still thinking about it. You're not – you're hesitant sometimes instead of right. reacting. And, Chase, and I believe – you know, I don't know Chase Young, you know. I think – and I like what he does, you know, how he conducts himself as a, a, a as a man. You know, he's a respectable dude to me from what I've seen. You know, the great things he's done uh, off the field and all that. Bobby is a gym rat. You know, you, you, you would know him – you know, he's Ohio State. You would know more than me probably. Yeah, I'm Ohio but, but, but just that nature of that injury is just a year off rip. It doesn't, You just don't come back from that. You know what I'm saying? Right off rip and be who you are. You just don't. Um, you all, you you lose miles. You lose what you had. Like what made you that, as that dominant athlete? I I think there's only one player I think I've seen for for a short stint. He still be himself. That was Adrian Peterson. He's a freak. But outside of that, yeah, no, I don't see it. Uh, so but even with that said, this unit to me will probably have their way over all the offensive lines. And maybe not Philadelphia's offensive line, but we're not here to talk about Philly. We're talking about our offensive line. I, yeah, I, I just don't see it, right. man, because like th- that interior is questionable, particularly right. for us, left guard and center. What are your thoughts? Offensive <sighs> <laughs> line's imposing, bro. I mean, defensive line, I'm sorry, of, of, of the commanders is imposing, bro. It's um, right now we're sitting here. On the 9th of June, so we're still in training camp status, and I'm just here to tell you. Uh, 
it looks like an ass whipping in progress. You know, I'll tell you what, I'm a diehard Ohio State fan. I was listening to you as you were speaking, and I, I was thinking about the fact that I was so mad at Montez. I mean, I'm sorry, at um, Case Young in the championship game we had against, um, uh, well, not, not, was it the championship or was it the playoff game? I don't know, but we played Alabama, and he was getting slapped upside his head by Evan Neal, man. <laughs> He's getting his ass beat. I said, this fucking guy beat my boy up. And now, here we are a few years later. <laughs> and I Evan Neal was on my squad. And Chase Young's over there. And I'm going, oh, man. And hopefully this, this knee injury will even this out a little bit. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I, was, I was thinking about that as he was speaking. But, no. Um, no That's kind of like almost I, the situation I, we had years ago with Eric Flowers. Versus uh, Randy Gregory. Remember that years ago yes. when they were in college? Yeah, They played I against do. each other in college. Yep. And then it ended up yep. in the NFL like that. But, you know, different mm-hmm. you know, career paths with different directions. But go ahead. <laughs> you ain't lying. That's an understatement. But, uh, but uh, no. Um, look. I'm also thinking – I'm thinking about – okay, Steve, that, that's, this is on paper looking at the roster. I'm also thinking about the emotional aspect of it. Those four dudes are fearless together, okay? What I'm afraid of is the next team that you had earlier mentioned, the, the Sleagles from out here where I'm living at, okay, because they are loaded with depth and talent at their defensive line position, and that's more monstrous, in my, in, in my opinion, than what a Washington Commanders have. You know, so you, you, think, good, you think the Eagles' defensive line is better than the Commanders? When it, when it comes to playing us, yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be. Okay. It's, it's almost scary. Okay. Because okay. look at look at them. At, at, at defensive tackle, they got Fletcher Cox, who's back. They got they got Hargrave. They got Jordan Davis. Let's, let's now talk about Cox. When, when you're done, we'll, we'll talk about Fletcher Cox. I have my thoughts about him. But go ahead. They got Milton Williams, who's underrated. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then on the end, you still got Josh Sweat. You got Derek Barnett. Brandon Graham came back. And the Jackson kid is pretty damn good. Pretty damn good, you know. And their their um their middle linebacking core man has like four great dudes in it. That's just the middle linebackers, man, with Reddick and Johnson and them. I have to admit, they look really imposing. They're the ones that are give us fits with all these different looks that they can give us. That's the problem. I'm I'm more worried about the Eagles than I am the damn Commanders. With the Commanders, okay, you know what you got to play against. With those guys, I don't know what you're looking at. So. I I don't fear the Eagles D-line like that, to be honest. I mean, I I think they're good. I don't fear them like I would fear Washington. Here's here's the reason why. Let me start with Fletcher Cox because you mentioned him first. To me, Fletcher Cox has kind of regressed. This is the reason why I think that organization was back. I mean, he's been there for a while, right? You know what I'm saying? He's got his big contract. And he's gotten comfortable, to be honest with you. He's not the same vicious Fletcher Cox, I think we know of his name recognition. Like, they actually, you know, they cut him, but they brought him back at a reduced price. They don't think his value is where it mm-hmm. was, was. He's not, to me, like, he, like I watch games, and I see the NFC uh, tweets, NFC East tweets, the Eagle fans tweets. Like, I, right. this is a fun thing. I love what we do, Chris, because we engage with fans especially. And, and And they say, the Eagle fans will tell you, that he's stealing money. 
They like they they come out of their movies and I'm watching it last yep. year. I'm like, damn, he is a, it's not the same flesh and cut like we're we're used to. And no, he's not Albert right. Hainsworth stealing money. He's not Albert Hainsworth stealing money. You know that was a oh, total that was, oh, Italian wow, job type that was, shit. He yeah. was that was that was just that was just <laughs> trial. He should have been brought to trial for shit like Woo. that. But now Fletcher Cox wasn't on that. But I wish you. I'm kind of with you on Brandon Graham, but Brandon Graham is another year older. I think he's peaked. Yep. I th- I'm not saying he's on the. Da- he is going towards the downside of his career. I think sometimes. Okay, it's kind of like you know how you look at a mountain, right? You get to the top, you're at your best of your game, and then you start going back down the other side of the mountain. I can think two of these dudes, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Game, are in that position. Barnett, to me, right. Derek Barnett has always been the X factor, whether they take off or not. And I don't think he's right. reached his potential. And I don't think he's ever going to reach what they think he was when they drafted him out of Tennessee. What are your thoughts on, on that and, you know, the other guys on that that unit? Well, well, well. It's the same thing you said. See, here's the thing: they have because of because of the uh, regressiveness of of Cox and and um, um, Brandon Graham. And by the way, I kind of would add, and this is a little bit of an asterisk. I would add Derek Barnett to that group too. Okay, um, they have to play them committee like. That's what I'm saying. This in and out, in and out shit. When the Philadelphia Eagles. When they see New York, it doesn't work the other way around. Let me just say this: When the Philadelphia Eagles see the New York Giants on their schedule, they that's true. they mount up. They that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, the that's whole true. week they like okay, they, they they lift a couple of fucking inches, and they they get ready and, and nuts. And all I know is this team, these guys here, they're training Jordan Davis to be a fucking boxer right now. That's what I'm worried about. Okay, so this year and this year only, the 2022 season, you're going to get a whole lot of different looks from this team. That's what I'm getting at. You're not going to have the dominant Fletcher Cox anymore flanked by two other guys. No, this year you're going to get Cox as part of a unit with with um, 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 Grave or or on the end with with, with um, Graham and Barnett. No, and Josh Sweat. You know who also plays well well against us all the time. Well, actually, more more he plays better against the Cowboys. But that's what I'm worried about. These, the different looks that we're going to get, the ins and outs, of, it's sort of like the the fire drill system that they're going to have. That what that's what I'm looking at. Do I believe Fletcher Cox and and, and Graham and and Barnett are are going are sliding as wet too to a degree? Yes, I do. But together. They're they're pretty they're pretty formidable and that's what I'm worried about against our line which is still a work in progress man we got two guys that are going to be here for the next ten years and the other ones man we got one solid dude and we got two up and we got two holes we just mentioned Steve that left that left guard position I don't know what the hell is going to be and you and Feliciano like you said is a freaking band aid so we can't we have to go into battle against a team like this. And the aforementioned uh, commanders who have four solid cats up front like that. Actually, front seven. Okay? So we have a lot to worry about. We have just in our own division. Well, well, well I, I, I have some good news to deliver. I don't go anywhere else I good, yet. I, I have good news to deliver. I think where if we stay healthy, that Monday night game and Thanksgiving game, you already know the team. Oh, I don't have to God. mention their name. I think – in this particular area, uh, we may have our way. 
I think we will have our way versus this defensive line uh, on Monday Night Football and Thanksgiving Day. I think you could put Demarcus Lawrence in that Fletcher Cox category as far as he got the big payday. Now he's kind of chilling. <laughs> you can put him in that, con- yep. that that conversation. I think everything yep. else is big question marks. They they got Gallimore, question mark. Uh, Armstrong on the edge, question mark. Uh, up the middle with Hill, probably, they, I, I, I am not worried. This is probably the first DV line that they've had in a while that I can honestly say I am. I, I don't think I'm worried about them to be quite honest with you. And I don't. And I, I'm with you. I don't think it's the same mojo like you said that they would get up for us like the Eagles would get up for us. So I think this is probably the line where say, okay, if, if you think we have this potential, despite our woes at guard, left guard and center, I think we can actually, you know, if if they come with this run commitment thing, I think we should, we should be able to have our way with the line versus that team. What are your thoughts? Uh, yes, we will. Um, all you ever really see right now is what are we going to do with this? What are we going to do with that? Are we going to spend money on – are we going to bring the Marvin Leal in? And are we, there's a lot of uncertainty on that team. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I really don't know. I think – let me tell you something else. I think DeMarcus Lawrence is not going to have a good year. Okay? Um, I'm of the philosophy, Steve, that if you sign for big money, please show up to camp and act like you want it. Act like a leader, you know, and I, I I see one of these years that the Cowboys are going to have where they're going to be brilliant in offense and they're going to let you down on defense again. And mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. and, and they don't want it. I, I, I truly I truly believe that. There, let me tell you something. Let me go back before I go into the, their roster situation. Randy Gregory left by himself with the mm-hmm. quickness. Okay. And there was a reason for that. And it wasn't about money so much as it was something else that we didn't really know about. And I think pretty much what we're looking at here is another check. We're going to have another checkout year. I'm letting you know that right now. Now, um, what did you say about this? Okay, Gallum, okay. So let's go, let's go to their defensive tackles. <sighs> no, let's no, Let's start back at uh, um, Marcus Lawrence, okay. All right. Now, this guy, Darn um, Armstrong, he's going to take Randy Gregory's place because the Cowboys are familiar with him. He knows their offense and all that. And, he, you know, he gives them a decent, you know, blend of rushing and, and, and run defense. But his presence, and then you got these other rotational pieces behind him, like Fowler and Basham, they're just security blankets, bro. They're not – to, to, to your point, Steve, this is this is not formidable we're looking at here on their edges. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, it, it's not. It really is not. Okay, so I'm not worried about them either. Okay, now defensive t- um, tackle side. Look, that double O guy. He showed a lot of promise. All right, and double Gallimore, you know, showed a lot of promise in, that, in two years two years ago. But they ain't they ain't staying studs. You know, I'm not worried about Carlos Watson. I'm not worried about Hill. I'm not worried about Bohana. They're, they're not 
and also they don't they don't you know defensive tackle is not a position that the the, the Cowboys spend a lot of premium source, resources on anyway. You know, like you know, I I don't know, bro. I think we can have their. That's why we saved them for last. This is the team <laughs> I think we could. Do, I wouldn't say dominate, but we could push around. Okay, because th- let me tell you something. None of these cats are gonna fuck with Evan, um, Evan Neal or um, Andrew Thomas. I'm gonna let you know that right now. None of these cats. They better they better pay attention to Double O in the middle, and Gallimore better wake up from his slumber because those because they're in. They ain't gonna do shit with us. Zero. I'm letting you know that right now. I'm putting it out I, I, there I right think, now. I, I'm Martin with you. I don't think there's no, shit I don't think there's nothing else they I can nothing. add to that. Um, I'm I'm with you. So. So we can we can readdress this when we get to their week when we play them that Monday night football and Thanksgiving day. Let's jump into these two teams, one AFC, one NFC, real quick. Uh, you you want to go with the Jets first? Uh, the other team uh, that met no, last? I want you to go to 49ers go first because I'm interested in one thing the 49ers that I really really fear. Which and is I want to see if you hit on it. No, only you can't say no. I want you to say it. You want me to guess it? Well, I got a whole bunch of notes. I got a whole bunch of notes with them now. I don't know if you're referring to what you the obvious with the trade uh, proposal by Debo Samuel, or you're talking about more like Trey Lance. Nah, that's kind of number old two. Now I was okay. Now, no, I, I was. I, okay, where are we going? I was just no, I wasn't going anywhere. I just wanted to hear you. I was I was interested in what you had to say about them because I really well, think I'm really in love. I'm really in love with their their uh, their receiving core, man. I think well, they have a really nice receiving core to include to include Debo. As far as I'm concerned, the way they play. So I just wanted to hear what you. Yeah, go ahead and give me well, what yeah, you got, I, man. I wanted to hear what. You okay, got. okay. Uh, this is how I look at the Niners, and then, okay, look at them within that division. I, you know, I thought they did a hell. They had a hell of a run last year to get to. And here's the thing: when I, earlier this week, when I was looking at. These two teams, when we decided to talk about the Jets and the Niners, it's kind of funny how it's all linked with Robert Saylor, the head coach for the Jets, who was the defensive, the uh, the defensive corner for the Niners, and that to me it was kind of it was really ironic that it played out that way because the the defense to me uh, we could work I could go backwards you know with Eric Armstead they got the uh, war the wards back there they picked up. Um, Chavarius Ward to play back there in safety with Jimmy Ward, and then of course Nick Bosa. Uh, they got everything on every level. Fred Warner is another guy who's played very good linebacker for them. Uh, they've been they were solid in the playoffs. They were excellent versus Green Bay. They gave the Rams all they could handle in the NFC Championship game. I'm with you on the wide receiver yeah. court. See, I didn't know how the Debo Samuel thing was going to play out because that's today's NFL. If you don't, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it as far as okay, you're not going to pay me, trade me, you know. And that's what happened with Tyree Hill when he went from Kansas City to the Dolphins. And Debo Samuel was trying to get the same thing. How can you blame him? Not when this guy literally does everything for you. He was a yards catch, yards after the catch machine, and he was running jet sweeps out of you out of the backfield. I mean, that guy is very talented. I heard. Uh, the uh, the general manager John Lynch saying hell no we're not trading him we would be high you know on drugs if we did it but here's the question no I always say question but here's the, here's the, here's the interesting X factor in all this you mentioned the wide receiver court and I agree with you because Brandon Ayuk was a very good compliment complimentary yes, to uh, as well as uh, Jennings wide receivers yes. that's cool what is the where do you think we're getting at I hate to ask this question because it's a fair question. Uh. 
George Kittle. All the injuries he's gone through, is he coming back to be the Pro Bowl tight end version of himself? Do you think he we, he fall he falls off he falls off? What do you think about that? And also, you know, replacing Alex Mack, who's at the end of his career. You know, the center Trent Williams is there for another year. What are your thoughts on the totality from the offensive line all the way to the defense with the Niners? I think they're good, but I do. I, I do have my okay. Here, here's like my everybody. thing. Here's my thing. I have to admit something. I was ready to hear you. I was ready to hear it because <laughs> I'm not as I'm not as versed on it. But I, but but let me say this. Let me say this. Um, Lynch is one of those one of those general managers that he's he's not reactionary. He's 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 um he's product he's proactive. Okay, he has something in in, in the bag, and one of the re- but he was not expecting. Any of this drama, and I still don't know what it's about with Debo in the off season. Wants to get paid, with, with, you know. Wants to get paid, huh? Wants to get paid. Yeah, but money. I mean, why didn't they? Why didn't they nuff that before it went to the press? That kind of bothered me. Of course, you got to oh, take okay. it. Was, it was a monkey. It was a monkey defense. see. It was a monkey see, monkey do situation. He saw Tyreek Hill leverage himself out of Kansas City. He said, "Wait a minute." I mean, yeah. it, 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 that's kind of how they're they're doing it now with the market. Well, this guy got his money. I need my money too. Like, well, damn it, he Debo Samuel did have a hell of a year, like Tyreek Hill did. So I get it. Oh man, fourteen hundred yards. Yeah, he was. He was actually he was the best player in the NFL, bro. That's just me though. That's just me. And also, Jimmy Garoppolo jerked him out of goddamn winning this damn um, getting to the Super well, Bowl. But that's another story. Okay, so that's and another question too. Off. That's that's why I labeled it by question. Is it more not his fault? I, I wouldn't say his fault. Is it more about the Niners going? They drafted Trey Lance very high in that draft. Is it? It's up yeah, to the Niners true. to get him developing on the field. I mean, it's the same questions we had with Daniel Jones, getting him ready. You know, like is this Trey Lance's time or is this still Jimmy Garoppolo's time? And like, we already know what Jimmy Garoppolo is, but it's not Jimmy Garoppolo's fault that he's being Jimmy Garoppolo is to me, not having Trey Lance prepared. You drafted him that high. Well, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. What, that was my question. Okay. What is, what's the stand? What, look, what, what's the, what's the plan? Put it that way. What's the plan? Because, they really didn't try to really actively try to trade Jimmy this time. Not like they did try to do the, the year before. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there was no Trey Lance news at all. Like, okay, we also think, you know, we'll take all callers for Lance or maybe we'll try to do something in the draft. No, they didn't say anything. No one said anything. And so now you still got those two guys on a roster, but you got a slew of talented receivers. So, my my question is, and you and you went to the NFC Championship game, okay? So my question is, what are you really trying to do now? What is the game plan? What you, are you 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 can't go? You have to go. This was a this was a potential. This was a what? Maybe one, two, three, maybe three drives. No, two drives away from a Super Bowl team, wasn't it? Two penalties. I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. how that fourth quarter broke down, but anyway, they were in the Super Bowl damn there again. With Gar- Garofalo, okay? And yeah, yeah. So they didn't do anything. 
but they didn't do anything. And so I'm trying to figure out, and this is when you said Niners, I said, good, I got to ask some questions because I see that off. I see those, those receivers, and I said, man, that's potentially the best receiver core in the league. Fair. Okay. I see, Fair. I see what Debo Samuel brings to the table, and I'm like, woo. Even when Alex Mack retiring, you still got a formidable offensive line there. Okay. That would that would yeah, work. McGlinchey, I like McGlinchey. And, He's been all right, you know. And, um, yes. You know, Trent Williams is still there for a long time. I mean, not a long time because he got there a couple of years ago via trade when they thought they were going to the Super Bowl. Um, that is a whole. I mean, they actually have the same questions to me for me, like the Giants do at center. Like you know, Alex Mack, who's a, at the tail end of his career. You know, you have your questions at center as well with uh, with Donovan West or Brenda, whoever you decide to play there. But, well, yeah, but I don't think, look, the, the, the 49ers really don't have that much work to do, okay? Um, considering, considering the Rams won the Super Bowl, they're not knock down, drag out, repeat, favorite to repeat type of team this year. They're, I agree with you. They're going to be in a mix. I think the Niners could win the division. I think they can win the division. That's my point, but I don't know what they are, Steve. I don't know what kind of – what are they going to feature? They can't come out with the same old, same old. Arizona's out of it. Let's just get the other two out of the way. Arizona and Seattle ain't going to compete, okay? I'm I sorry. agree with that. I, just get them, get, them, get them moved, all right? But so to me, going to be two – at least two that I see, two knockdown dragout battles – with the Rams and the friggin' 49ers. And the 49ers are, the re, they, they confuse me. They confuse me because I don't know what they're trying to feature offensively, but they have the pieces to knock your ass out. I don't know if they're going, think, if they want to be a run-oriented team or, no, or, or, or pass-oriented team. I, I, I think they want to be run-oriented. I think they want to be run-oriented. As a matter of I fact. I think that's exactly what we were saying 30 minutes ago, what I wanted our team to be. They have, a, well, there's a little different pieces, but a makeup to me to run the ball. They do that very well. And you could be in a lot of games in today, even in today's NFL, and they proved that going to Green Bay in that cold to do that. And I know the special teams was very good as well for them too. So I, I think they want to run the ball. But I think – Things change when you, when you bring up George Kittle. Is he going to come back to his Pro Bowl form yeah. to extend off that great wide receiver court, as you mentioned? I agree with that. That wide receiver court, to me, is very underrated. Oh, I, I think they're the best. I think I yeah. think Arguably, yeah. I don't think they could be better. Stand what the outlook is. What that? What what? Um, what's his name? Shot nine. What's his name? Their coach. I don't know what he's Kyle trying Shane. to do. Matt Shanahan, I don't know. I don't know because you really cannot come into the same philosophy again, bro. You can't do that. You just, you, I mean, you could, but the element of surprise is it, it's not going to not be there like it was. I don't think they, they could stop it. I don't think these teams could stop it. Like wow. you said, the Rams. I, I, to me, the Rams don't look like – they look like a put-together all-star team. They got it done. Now let's get paid. And <laughs> I don't know if they could do it again. I don't really don't. And like you said, Arizona and Seattle have their issues. So the question yeah. is, what's their ceiling? 
I could I arguably say get back to the NFC Championship. Look, I think this is an 11. I haven't looked at this schedule, but I, I, I think they're still an 11 to 12 win team. That's just, just on paper. That's another part. I didn't even think about that. That's a good part. Where, where did they finish last year? They didn't win the division, uh, right? At least second? Won, I, I, or third? Won the division. Did they win? No, they didn't win that shit. I don't know. It had to be I don't have anything in front of me. But, Let me check. But they're very close. Because depending where they finished last year, right? I mean, I, I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Let me check. They got a third okay, place good. schedule this year. Third place schedule this year. So why not? Which means that makes them more dangerous. Right. Exactly. That makes, them more that makes them more dangerous. I'd be afraid of them if I had them on my schedule. Put it that way. I think they could take Arizona, and I think we've seen what kind of fan support they get when they go to L.A. I ain't worried about Seattle. Yeah, I, no. I think they they could, they could get at least to the second, that divisional playoff round, definitely NFC Championship, doing the same thing, to be honest with you. And I think it, it, it even adds more when you bring Kittle back to the mix and then also Nick Bosa, who was out for a little bit last year. Uh, he came back. Remember, he was injured, and he came back. Get him for a full slate. If none of these cats stay injured, man, I like their, their chances. Let's get to the last team. Are you anything? Actually, better before we do anything else on the Niners. You want to say before we get to the Jets? No, I, I guess my no. My question, like I, like I said, was I don't know what they are. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to change up philosophy. I don't. They should. They shouldn't really. But I mean, I don't know what they're going to bring. <laughs> Well, put it this way. I don't know what they're going to bring differently. That's what I should have said. I don't know what they're going to bring differently this year that they did from other years. So that was where I was at. All right, Gang Green. Um, look. Okay. Um, <laughs> gang Green struck. You know what? As a giant fan, you're always, you're always pissed. Like you, you always say to yourself, "Oh man, you know we need a we need a new general manager." Or we need a new coach, and we always need it. We need they need to change. They need to change the damn um, philosophy up there in the ownership in the front office all the time. We're always saying shit like that, and you know better than that, right? But the the Jets, the New York Jets, actually do that. Like every three years, they're changing their regime, you know, and nothing ever happens. And I have to always laugh because nothing works, right? But this time, it just might. They drafted, like, <laughs> they drafted mm-hmm. like champions. They're, they went into it with a championship mentality. They are bolstering everything, Steve. We talked about the Giants off the offensive line a little while ago. Well, these cats, they don't have a knockdown, dragout, glamorous line, but this just already formidable enough to handle a freaking 17-game um, um, season. Bar, you know, everything's barring injury, you know that. But still, I'm, I'm very impressed with how they did it, okay? Um, their line, you, you got Lincoln Thomason coming back. You got Vera Turkin coming back. Makai Beckton got hurt. And there was some uncertainty there, but he's, he's in for the long run now. He, he went ahead and assured, assured Jets fans that he's ready. And they went ahead and they drafted Max Mitchell. So they went right to their – they directly, directly went right to their line and addressed it. Is it knockdown, mm-hmm. drag out? No. But is it study? Oh, Tyler Conklin's there too from uh, Minnesota. He's another another great dude. Um, uh, is it knockdown, knock drag out? No, but it, it can work. 
um, I, was, I was talking about Tyler Coughlin. He, he's him and um, Uzoma is going to fight for the for the um, tight end position. That's a pretty good goddamn combination, bro. On anything, which is not primarily you know a tight end you know or um, oriented um, offense. So they got some things there. Wide receiver wise, and I'm getting to everything else at the end. The, the exciting Elijah Moore, he's gonna he's gonna burn up this league one day. Something fierce. They drafted my man Garrett Wilson out of Ohio mm-hmm. State. Everybody knows what he's got, and they still got Corey Davis on this roster and Denzel Mims on this roster. Okay, so that's scary right there. Now, the running back that they drafted, Brees Hall, is a workhorse style cat. He's going mm-hmm. to be featured all the friggin' time. Now, I believe, did you pick him in, in our mock draft? No, I didn't. Did it wasn't me. Okay, all right. He's, he's pretty nasty. Um, I don't know what Jack Wilson's going to do yet, man. I'm still, See, I, I'm not question. totally sold yet, bro. I'm well, sorry. I'm not there well, yet. I don't feel about him like I felt about um, Daniel Jones, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like the Jets fans that will say, oh, we, we, we'll we hang our hats on him. He's got to put that. I'm not ready yet with that. I don't know. Okay. Now, defensively, they're going to surprise some people, particularly in their division. Okay. You still got Quentin Williams. You still got Sheldon Rankin. You still got Benny Curry. That's the defensive tackles, you know. Their ends are okay. You know, they drafted the great Jermaine Johnson that everybody wanted. Everybody was shocked when that happened. But you got you still got Franklin Myers there. He can play, okay? Mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner, he's come along. So, he, he, I mean, he's joined the roster, man. They drafted him number one. C.J. Mosley is there at, at linebacker. They got freaking um, um, Quincy Williams is there. D.J. Reed is there. Michael Carter. This is the makings of the – I'm not, I'm not going to give them the goddamn Super Bowl trophy right now, but I definitely am going to give them a chance to be mean at the end of this season enough to be slash spoiler slash um, what's, what's it called, Steve, when you just eke into the playoffs? That last little, that last team. A spoiler? Yeah. I, spoiler slash yeah. whatever it is. I think, think they can make it. But what I really enjoy about this team is the fact that um, Robert Saleh and, and, and um, uh, what's my man's name, man? Um, um, the damn offensive, uh, the damn general manager, I forget his name right quick. But anyway, they went ahead and they told everybody. They said, look, this is not the, this is just the beginning. We ain't telling y'all we're going to the Super Bowl this year. We're telling y'all we're putting it together and y'all need to be fear, fearing us for the next few years. I like that philosophy. I got to give it to them. They didn't, they're not selling you a bag of freaking cookies. They're saying, hey, look, we are working towards something. And when I saw that, I said, okay. And the fact that they got my man Michael Fleur as the offensive coordinator, look, I think, I think they're on their, on their way, bro. And I think that the Jets are, I just wanted to say it early, I think the Jets are going to give people a real scare. And they're going to start in that division with the – the, the Patriots, who are little, let's let's admit it, they're, they're going on the downside a little bit. Miami, I don't know what they are. That that's their head scratches to what they are, man. I don't know. 
they, they threaten you and then they back off. They threaten you and then they slide. Uh, uh, your guess is as good as mine. And they, and they, but they're not they're not ready to fuck with the bills. We know that. Let's just not even fool ourselves, okay? But this team is going to ride or die offensively on whatever the hell um, this kid Zach Wilson thinks he's going to be. Totally okay? agree. They gave him the weapons. I totally agree. Exactly. Right. Right. I mean, you know, he uses those tight ends I just mentioned. It's kind of security black blankets. You know, he hits them in the flats and the seams and he checks them down and. He generally makes some good decisions when he's not throwing the fucking ball away, Steve. Anyway, he did, um, he got, he, you know, I think he had some issues with his shoulder or whatever, and they got that fixed up and all of that. I want to know, he needs to give what this defense gives, gives him, because this defense is going to be really tough. They're, I'm not going to give them Steelers level, but I'm, but they're going to, they're going to stop people. Okay? And, this is this team is totally contingent on what this kid can bring them. This is a coming out party this year, all right. He's gonna have the same opportunity this year as my man oh. Justin out there in, in the um, charge with the Chargers had last year, and that kid showed up. He showed up. I actually was gonna actually <laughs> so, mention um, uh, what's his name, uh, Joe Burrow. I see. I'm gonna be filling some other areas. You know, you know, I like the tight end signing. Usama from uh, Cincinnati. I think that's a yeah. big, that's a loss for Cincinnati, and that's a good game for him. He played well in the playoffs. I know, man. I don't know why they let him go. And, yeah, right. Um, right. But everything else, you, I mean, I mean, I did have questions that you know the questions that you don't think we have at, t- at tackle because I don't think we do t- when we talk about the Giants. I I do kind of question, you know, what is going on with their end tackles. You know, with Font. And and Beckton, I know Beckton, we you know, we you know we that was a big you know, draft pick when they had him. Yeah. I thought we could have went that way, but yeah, I agree yeah. with you as far as them going to be a thorn. Because uh, I don't want to repeat everything you said because I agree with everything I like you that. said. Now, I like that. You, you mentioned Mosley. I'm still out. You mentioned Mosley, and I think uh, coming back with the uh, you know after the uh, the COVID situation, so you get another year out of him, more yeah. miles on the trade. I'm with you. I, they had a, they probably had the best draft to be quite honest. That's just being honest. Like they 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 loaded up it. Um, you, you know, we talked about Jeremy Ruckert Ruckert on your your boy from Ohio yeah, State. We talked about him on the that's state, right. my right. draft. You can you can go two tight ends yeah. with that that line, and you like you said, you, you can run the rock could. with the dude from Iowa. Man, yep. they, Zach Wilson's got it all. We, like you said, the floor you could run. Right. They could do what we we should be doing. <laughs> and when I say we, the Giants, <laughs> they got yeah. it. They got so it I'm all. High they, on the they got it all, but they got the pieces to do what I would want them to do. Right. They just right. got it. I, right. I agree with you, man. I, I guess we can wrap. So let me say this. Let me say this to the big blue, blue, blue faithful. Check us out everywhere on um, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, com. Wherever you go, you're going to see Bleed Blue Show. You know Steve and Chris is right there. Uh, Steve, thank you for having me, bro. Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> we got we got a lot to talk about this year. Ladies and gentlemen, man, this is 929-477-4171 is your number to, to check out everything Bleed Blue, man. Steve will tell you about that right now, bro. 
Yeah, we'll be back, what, in two weeks? We'll pick two more teams, one from the NFC, one from the AFC. Maybe we'll yep. prepare, I don't know. We'll do another area of the team for the Giants we'll talk about. <laughs> um, it was good, man. I agree with you on the Jets wholeheartedly, exactly how you see it. I, I think maybe I'm a little bit more favorable for the Niners than you are, or you actually have more questions about the Niners. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm scared of the Niners. I just want to know what they plan on doing. That, I'm, I'm scared okay. of them. I just don't. I think I think they got to figure out their quarterback situation. That's good, and that'll be it. Because right, right. you can't do that for, for the second year in a row or third year in a row. Shit, you, I, I don't know what the hell. Cause, yeah. So you know, you, you almost made the Super Bowl, uh, but I think they're gonna. I like them. You said a third place Kansas City. Shit, watch that team. They they may fuck around. Bar an injury, get you fourteen wins. You know? don't fuck around. They 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 forty nine is scary. So. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. All I right, agree. That's the great Azul and the professor signing off, y'all. Hey, All check right. us out in two yeah. weeks at nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Bleed blue show. Sound great, Azul. Bleed blue. Sound great, Azul. Bleed blue. Yo, can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue.